Hey, this is Kid Gravity. Before or after you listen to this podcast, make sure you head over to YouTube and subscribe to my Kid Gravity Beyond channel, where I have live streams of subjects that you may or may not hear on this podcast, and also interviews that you may or may not hear on here. So again, go over to youtube.com, put in Kid Gravity Beyond, and subscribe to the channel. Thanks. This is Tiffany Harris, and you are listening to Beyond Borders with Rose Gold and Kid Gravity. The views and opinions of the following podcast are solely those of the hosts and Beyond Borders. And if you don't like it, we don't care. Black women, I love y'all to death. But y'all gonna be the death of us black men. I'm just kidding. Hey, y'all, it's Kid Gravity. Live show back in effect. It's a new month, new year. But it seems that even though it's a new month and a new year, the same problems from previous years show up. And today we are talking about the standards of marriage because... Kevin Samuels got big. All these gurus got big. Fresh and misfit. They they they, they catch a heat for saying what they said about black women. And, and black women are, you know, they, they're trying to tell the whole world that they are the catch and they are the table. And I'm saying to them, I can take my table and go somewhere else. But, of course, I can't do this show talking about marriage by myself. So... I found me a married woman, and no, it's not the wife, because she does not want to be on camera. So I bring a friend to the show. She's been on here multiple times, and she's back again. Author, YouTuber, and now businesswoman, because mm-hmm. we have to highlight black business. We have to highlight it. So Tiffany Harris <laughs> is back. I'm going to let her introduce herself, and then we're going to let her lead the conversation, <laughs> even though... That'll make black women happy that a man, a woman's leading a man, but it's not like that. But go ahead. What's going on, everybody? As he introduced me, my name is Tiffany Harris. I am a two-time published author. Uh, I have <clears throat> my own YouTube podcast. Um, if you check my Instagram handle at Tiffy Television, then you can follow my link to my YouTube channel. And I also uh, am a businesswoman. I am the owner and operator of the new business, Tiffy Sense. So I got a lot on my plate. Yes, ma'am. A lot on your plate. And please go to Tiffy. What is it? TiffySense.com, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Go there. Buy your tea candles and incense your, and, and your incense all and all stuff. that. Because we know how you black women like to wash away spirits and yeah, retrograde and all that. And they're going to like that. I have um, I'm bringing the sage and all that other stuff, the smudges and all that. So if you my spiritual people out there, I need y'all to hit me up. <laughs> yes, ma'am. All right. Let's get into it. So like I introed, ladies and gentlemen, I said that black women want to be married, but they don't want to live up to the standards of marriage because we know in our community, ladies and gentlemen, the black community, this is for all my non-black people, we tend to want to give out wife slash husband benefits for our girlfriends and boyfriends. And that's not cool because 
when you've actually put the ring on it, there's no elevation. There's no there's no new standard because it's the same old thing. So, Tiffany, how do you view marriage as a wife? Uh, for one, I, in our community, it's like a, a healthy marriage is uh, almost like finding a unicorn. For one, finding a marriage in our community is rare, is very rare. I actually looked at the stats from 2020 to see just how many black children are actually raised in two parent married houses. <clears throat> And we're only at like 37.9% compared to 46.5% of black children who are raised in um, single parent homes. And then uh, with that, I feel like marriage in our community isn't really, or why marriages aren't, as you say, uh, an elevation in our community is because there's no emphasis on what first off we too many of us don't know the purpose of a marriage there are a whole lot of blacks out here just dating and getting a freak on and letting the wind blow which everywhere it blows and if it leads us down the aisle then it leads us there and we get there and that's whatever um then as you said the the boyfriend and girlfriend or baby mama baby daddy is getting all the husband and wife benefits from us so then uh, we have nothing left to really give in most cases to that person that we go down the aisle with and commit ourselves to. Lastly, um, I would say, although marriage is a beautiful union, um, I don't see a whole lot in our community the emphasis on why it's necessary compared to our white, our Asian, or even other Black people from places like the whole of Africa or our uh, Haitian, Jamaican um you know, neighbors um, in their communities, we have, we don't have the same emphasis on marriage and building the family structure as black Americans that others do. So it seems to be no big deal to us, but the lack of understanding and the lack of preparation for that as a preservation for us as a people has come back and hurt us in more ways than one. Mm. I couldn't have said it any better myself. But but she is right, ladies and gentlemen, especially in the black community. We we don't see too many marriages. So in that sense, we don't know what it takes. Mm-hmm. We just think it's a relationship. You there, you see the person, the same person every day, and y'all combine finances. You think that's it. When you've seen marriages and you've been inside marriages, you pick up on the subtle nuances that they don't. I want to say verbally communicate you're almost watching body language Mm -hmm. and you see how a man and woman are in sync and once you see that then you understand this ain't no game out here folks and y'all out here playing like like it's it's funny and it's not because at the end of the day that's how you build legacies. Mm-hmm. And without that legacy, you have nothing left for the next generation. And then you have that same generation running out here, not knowing what to do. There's no guidance. And they run into people like Kevin Samuels and these dating coaches who haven't necessarily also been in marriages or have been divorcees. So they're giving them maybe one side or two thirds of the argument Mm -hmm. so you're not getting the full flavor so if you can find a marriage folks be around that Mm -hmm. but go ahead 
See, and there's another thing, there's another concept uh, that I don't understand, that I wanted to touch on. Um, <clears throat> now, when you brought up Kevin Samuels, you brought, you're, of course, referring to these movements that they have, like the high value man movement. And then the opposite side of that for women is the feminine, the femininity movement, which in a nutshell, and this is my personal feelings on both of those. Studying the human potential movement of the 1960s, these are extensions of the human potential movement, but they're actually a little bit more, to me, poisonous than the human potential movement because they got the selfishness of the human potential movement coupled with a manipulation of femininity in the femininity movement, uh, which is what I'm going to start with, which teaches, now, if you think about it, uh, you would think that the femininity movement is, you know, a inward uh, working that women are trying to get in. Uh, uh, it's a movement catered to healing what is hurt within women so that they themselves can be the best person that he that she can be. But um, then you get to the meat of it and you find out that it's just a bunch of manipulation to try to woo rich men into thinking that you're the thing they desire so that you can get in their pockets. And I kind of feel the same way about the high value man movement, which on its surface appears to be a movement where men set standards, not only for their lives and their relationships, which are good. I always emphasize that. But then you have certain individuals within those movements that take there's little pieces here that tell, you, you know, be a better man for yourself, set a standard, don't deter from it, expect more from your partners, which there's nothing wrong with any of those things. And then they, they manipulate those facts and it becomes about they take that and push it to uh, become, you know, emotionally manipulative, emotionally, psychologically abusive. And then it it takes us down the same, like down a worse path that we started on. That actually, people started on back in the 1960s with the human potential movement. So for me, those type of things, they both have um, good. They have a little bit of good to them, but then they have a little bit. Of, they have a lot of uh, bad in them where if you're not careful, you can get confused and mess yourself and your relationships up. But like Ken said, I, I, to see a marriage and actually be in a marriage and then to uh, want one and not knowing what you're getting into is two totally different things. We have too much people in our community talking about we need more marriages, build back the black family, build this and build that. But the problem is, unlike our counterparts, like I said earlier, most Blacks have no idea what a marriage is for. We don't know the importance of building a legacy. We don't know the importance of combined finances. We don't know, we don't really value um, the complete family structure. We uh, fight so hard against these things that are actually meant to build the community and it ends up taking us back to the same place. The, legal, the literal definition of insanity is repeating the same action and expecting a different result. And I feel like that's what we do with regards to our families and our children and our futures as people. And we wonder why we have a 55% um, poverty rate in our community. And like I said, over 46% of our kids living with just their mother, 4.5 living with just their father, 8% of our kids don't live with any of their parents. And then we have a small like 3.5 that live with their parents, but the parents are not legally married. And that uh, last 3.5%, live with cohabitating non-married parents because we've accepted this idea in our community that a marriage is just a piece of paper, that it, it's nothing more than that. When in reality, if you've actually 
gotten into a marriage and you're working in a marriage, you're, it's a day-to-day commitment that you have to make with a partner so that you two can work together to keep something going for the sake of yourselves, your partner, and especially for your children, because the kids are the legacy from that relation, from that marriage that we seem to not get that though. Mm. Yes, sir. Folk, replay that part and send it to all your favorite dating coaches and your high value men and your, uh, Send it to the divestors too, because they 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 out here tripping. And these fake feminine uh, uh, manipulators too, with it because I'm telling you, like they're all over YouTube. And I want specifically to the fellas, these girls that are claiming to want to get in touch with their femininity and soften themselves up. Nine times out of ten, they're gold diggers looking to manipulate and get in the pockets of rich men. That's it. Because as soon as their movement starts to talk about, as soon as they their coaches start to speak about a woman individually looking into herself to fix what she needs to fix within herself. Uh, she is pushed by her base to, well, teach me how to get a man. Teach me how to get a high value man. Teach me how to get a man making six figures or more. And that's that becomes, you know, that mindset has hijacked that movement. So those girls, they can get it too. Mm, she said it. I'm going to say something y'all don't like. Y'all care more about the wedding than the actual marriage. Yes. Get mad at me or what you want. I don't care. I don't care. I said it. Y'all care about the wedding and the baby showers. Y'all do not care about the day-to-day functions of a marriage, and you don't care about your kids. And mm-hmm. y'all can y'all can cut that out and and cancel me. I could care less. Oh yeah, I said what I said. You know what? But speaking of the marriages, uh, the wedding ceremonies. First off, <laughs> you know, uh, as I I remember planning for my wedding and actually starting to look into, you know. Because I, for some reason, everything that I do takes me back to, you know, wanting to learn the history of what we do and why we do it. Mm-hmm. So I started to figure out, first off, wedding ceremonies, like these high blowout ceremonies that a lot of girls want. Those were something that only the wealthy in society used to put on, like uh, Queen Victoria, the same woman who is the reason why we wear the white dress. We found out that that wasn't about purity, you know, years ago. It was, you know, white linen cloth, or white cloth, especially white silk and things like that, which is what she wore, was a, a more or less a standard of wealth than it was about purity and all that. Well, it was the same thing for the wedding ceremony. So um, I literally decided that I didn't want a big, I didn't want a big wedding. Well, we've decided that before anyway. We wanted the small, intimate, you know, just us and the people closest to us and whatnot. But these big drawn out showers, y'all be going broke and going into debt, trying to put on a show for, and what is sadly, statistically speaking, those people that have those large expensive weddings are the first people to divorce. So you're cutting into your marriage and your marital finances and putting a nail in the coffin of your marriage for a one day party and then not nurturing the marriage once you have it. So wait, they 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 can't have the they can't have a smoke machine. Is that what you're saying? I mean, if you can afford it, but are you going to smoke machine? Are you going to nurture your marriage thereafter? As soon as you know, are you going to pour that much intention into your marriage after? Um, are you going to do what people back in the '50s and the '60s did when before we evolved to this modern post uh, marriage culture and this individualized culture? Are you going to be 
determined to be a companion to your spouse instead of just being a problem and sitting there nagging and ladies beating your husbands over the head, talking about happy wife, happy life and all that cliche crap, making somebody miserable. Are you willing to do that? Because if you're not, then you don't even need to walk down the aisle. You're just selfish. You, you want attention. You don't really want the marriage. You, you wait, say that quote one more time. Happy yeah. wife, happy, happy life. Yeah. Who told you that? Because a, a wife can be happy with money in her pocket, but that ain't no happy life for me. Right. But that's what I'm saying. Those are the same. The same women that go around quoting that to their husbands are the ones that are making their husbands miserable. Like mm. they, they, And they, that's their oh, happy wife, happy life to try to manipulate and get their way all the time. When first off, if you don't enter a marriage understanding that it's about compromise, that sometimes you're not going to get your way. Uh, that's and that's fine. That you're going to have to meet your spouse the halfway and confront your problems together with that person. Put your egos aside. Learn when to apologize when you're wrong. Admit that you're wrong. If you can't do those simple things, you don't need to be married to somebody because the only thing you're going to be is a headache to that person until they decide that they're going to get tired of you and just get rid of you. And you can't blame them. She said it. <laughs> See, I'm here with Tiffany Harris. I'm going to let the woman say all this because y'all can't come back on me and say that I'm the one that said it. And I don't what I told you. Remember, y'all heard it at the beginning. I said the opinions of this show are of those on the show. And if you don't like it, we don't care. Mm -hmm. I, I, they can come, they can Instagram and DM me. My my uh opinions don't change. Like yeah. my mother raised and, and, me. And you weirdo fellas, just because she talking, she talking right and, and she look cute, don't do that. She will cuss you out in there. I, I've seen them, <laughs> I've seen the messages. And it might be um, her husband too. Her husband might might yeah. act like her one day, and then mm -hmm. he, they don't want he, they don't want that they don't want that problem from. Him. I know they don't. I I I, 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 I don't know where the bodies are in, in West Virginia, but just know there was somebody. But there anyway, let's. There's too many hills out here, oh, and too shit. many people get away with stuff out here. All right, uh, the, the, we 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 not dry snitching. Anyway, <laughs> let's continue, folks. So as Tiffany and I were researching this uh, particular topic. And it, it must have been what, what what they call it. All right, for you, for you black folks, divine intervention. I, a channel that I frequent on YouTube, uh, the Book of Obsidian, Obsidian Radio. Sorry, he put up a community post with this particular article, and I shared it to Tiffany, and she saw mm -hmm. it. And she was like, "Yeah, we got to talk about this." So I'm I'm gonna share this, folks. We're gonna do a little reading, folks. So y'all on the audio, y'all gonna you're gonna hear my sweet voice read for this. I'm not gonna read the whole article. It's just a certain excerpt that I wrote that I saw that we we got to talk about this. So for those on YouTube, I shared the screen. For those on the audio, we gonna y'all just gonna listen. So this article was called "Why Is It So Hard for Black Women to Find Love Find the Love They Deserve," and it's by it's from two black women who became dating coaches after quitting corporate jobs. Okay, whatever. This section of the interview that they did actually struck me very, very vividly. So whoever they, they were interviewed by asked, do you feel black women and men are too particular when it comes to potential dating, dating candidates? So the first one, Ms. Fisher said, we found that as opposed to the white clients that we've had, black women are usually looking for physical attributes first. We look for someone who is attractive to us and then we pick up on his hobbies, interests, and values. Whereas white clients are looking for the reverse first. What kind of job does he have? Is he able, is he going to be able to provide? Then they circle back. 
The other black woman, Miss Gilmore, said, we're the first ones to look at men's bodies and how attractive they are, whereas our white clients have a long list of requirements of things like character and integrity. And then Fisher chimed in and said, and then down the line, it backfires for us because you were never a compatible mix to start with. Mm-hmm. For them to admit that this is white women's criteria and to see the rates that Tiffany illustrated a few minutes ago, you just want to put your head down, folks. It's not that hard. I don't know how many times we got to say, but everybody's beauty changes as you get older. You're not going to look like how you look from 20 to 40. And don't give me that crap about black don't crack because I seen some of y'all. Some of y'all shattered. We're not going to go there. Not today. But black cracks got smoking. Listen, I seen some of them look like there was a joke there that was going to be offensive. I'm not going to say it. But when you when in reading this excerpt, the fact that your number one criteria is how your key, how your man gonna look, because you want to equate that to how your kids are gonna look. Mm-hmm. Who cares? Who wants a pretty dumb person when you can have a not so pretty smart person? Mm-hmm. Or someone that can play sports exceptionally well. Now, if you could get a combination of both, that's even better. But you have to make sure your legacy has a good starting point. And the fact that they said it's looks first, and then we'll pick up on his hobbies. Huh? Mm-hmm. Huh? You're supposed to figure out where you two vibe at first like if you both like to go fishing why are you not trying to cultivate that mm-hmm. if you two are into cars why are you two not cultivating that why are you worried about how this person looks like for us I'm sorry I'm, I'm, I'm going to offend black women black women as black men we don't really necessarily care how you look we really don't because you can go Google images of black couples. You can find two people that are beautifully in shape. They look like they were sculpted out of Mount Kilimanjaro. And you can also find two overly obese fat people. But they in love. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure they, there was something there that attracted both of them besides the looks. But I have to give these two credit for putting that out there that it's about looks for black women because a lot of them lie and say that it's not about looks. They try to put it on us black men. And we'll we'll marry a, bl- a bald-headed chick. We'll do it. We'll marry a woman that wears like 865 different kind of weave. We'll, we'll do it. As long as she got a... She, she's She's good to us. But y'all want the Idris Elbas and, and, and Michael Ely's and all these dudes first, but then y'all find out they scumbags. <laughs> Allegedly, they say Michael Ely's a scumbag. Allegedly. I don't know. Shout out to that brother. 
Tiffany, this is on you. How do you feel about what these two black women have said? Well, I can't disagree. They've got the proof in, in front of you. But also because I can't disagree because I've seen this in my own family. Okay. Um, not enough of us tend to think about what a man wants when you when he approaches you. Does he want, uh, is he looking for a future? Is he looking for a family? Or is he just, you know, looking to add notches to his belt? And there are too many black women that look for, especially in my area, the good hair, because they want their kids to have good hair. And uh, then, of course, there's that color complexion thing that a lot of us do with, we want the light-skinned man so we can have light-skinned babies, or we want dark-skinned man so we got to, it's, it's the stupidest requirements for the dumbest reasons. But then, like she says here, do Black women have realistic dating cool expectations where you want more from them men than you have to give them, where you want them 6'4", with PhD, never married, no children, in his late 30s, to early 40s, and has all this money. And then when you are demanding all of this, but then what you have to offer him is nowhere near the same. Uh, and I feel like the most, the ones with the loudest and the most unrealistic requirements are usually the ones that have two, three baby daddies, bad credit, and no hopes of a future whatsoever. Mm. And uh, furthermore, we don't know how to date. And I'm not the only black women on the internet that's saying this. Uh, there have been black women that have gotten on every platform from Instagram to YouTube to TikTok to Facebook saying simply, we just don't know how to date as a race of women. We don't know what it's for. We don't know why we get in relationships, too many of us, and don't know why we're there. Some girls get in relationships because they're bored. Some girls go on a date with a man for a free meal. Some women just, I, I don't, we have to ask ourselves what we really want out of these men before we start setting expectations and and what and making sure what you want is realistic. Have a life goal. What are his life goals? Do entertain, th think about things that actually matter. What are his life goals? What are yours? Are you guys compatible in morals and level of integrity, characteristics, things that my father taught me um, about men? And he said that the race of, of uh, and the color of his skin doesn't matter. Forget all that. There are six things you should look for in a man, and there should be his characters, his integrity, his principles, his morals, his intentions, and his plans. Those are the things that you should be looking for. And man, that's what my father taught me. Now, not enough black women have been taught that. So then they fall into this uh, scheme when they're this, this pattern when they're grown, where the first thing that looks pleasing to me, I'll just run into his arms and it comes back like these women said and bites him in the behind every time. I've seen that take place over and over and over again with women that I knew from my old neighborhood. And they're still running around now in our because we're in our 30s now. We're not that young anymore. And they're running around out here just reaching, grabbing for something, anything or anyone, because they don't want to be alone simply. But then they don't know what makes a good man or what, uh, how to pick and choose from a good man and a bad one. They're just continuing to lead with the eyes and what pleases them. And it, they won't change that that habit there. But then they keep beating their head into the same wall with the when the uh, the consequences come back the same. Mm. Mm. That's what's up. Tell your truth, ladies and gentlemen. Some of y'all, 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 just look at y'all just looking for a y'all just looking for a glass of Hennessy. He just admitted. I've had girls tell me that they and this was in my teen years. Okay, I knew a girl that said that she wanted a baby by a man of every race except black because she 
wanted babies with good hair. That 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 was it. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to the divesters. Y y y'all can go straight to hell. Anyway, let's continue. So then you go, uh, and after this, you go and you have the issue of availability. Uh, and that's something I definitely wanted to talk about, but uh, I'll let you, because I sound like I cut you off there. No, 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 no. I, I, when you said that she wanted to race air, I, I just acted like I was frozen because I was like, here we go again. <laughs> we got another divester who go. But white and Asian men in our in my state wouldn't touch her with a ten foot pole. They did. Mm. There are a lot of girls that would date black girls. I, I, you know what it is? They, she wasn't it, it's, one of the ones they wanted. It, it, it's a rated messed the game up. I said it. She messed it up when she wrote in her book that black women and Asian men should just get together. Even though then she lied later and said it was a joke, but she married a man that was black and Asian. But but the thing is, Asian men are not going to date a ghetto woman. Like, they're, they're, black, they're, they're black women, but the, if you ever see a black man, or I'm sorry, a black woman with an Asian man, they're women. That's a totally different black woman from the hood chicks that oh, yeah, fight each other for hair weave down at the local weave store. Facts. I wish I had the video of old boy fighting with his baby mama, black baby mama, in in um outside of Madison's, outside of Penn Station. I wish I had that video queued up. That that was disturbing. Oh my goodness! But we're not gonna do that. Not 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 today. We, we're gonna save that for Black History Month. Anyway, say the phrase. Oh, we're gonna save that for Black History Month. Oh, because we know that that's gonna be another show probably later. How they're they're turning um, Black History Month into Asian History Month. But y'all not ready for that conversation. But we're gonna say that later today. This is about black black love. This is what it's about. Guess what else I found? I found another article. Mm -hmm. Essence was trying it back in the late 2000s, 2010s. They were trying it. So this particular article we just read came out in 2015, I believe. This one came out in 2017, right? Uh, of course, they don't put the date. Oh, 2020. Updated. For 2020. We're going to share this one, folks, because y'all got to see this. Now, this was the same two chicks again. I guess this is like their resident dating coaches or matchmakers. They call themselves matchmakers. So this one is called Listen Up, Fellas. When black women tell, what is it? Black women list their biggest dating pet peeves. Oh, goodness. So, number one pet peeve black women have consistency now they try to be funny invoking aretha franklin so they said c-o-n-s-i-s-t-e-n-c-y find out what it means to me why and me don't they don't rhyme together so somebody was trying to be funny but whatever so it says quote one of my biggest pet peeves about dating is inconsistency you meet someone you're feeling each other go out on a few dates and enjoy getting to know each other then suddenly everything slows down calls and texts Get fewer, you start overthinking, and the pattern repeats. You begin to not trust the good times, thinking that bad times are right around the corner. 
Consistency matters. Call when you say you will. Show up when we agreed. The only thing consistent these days is inconsistency. And this is from a 47-year-old corporate trainer. I don't know what that means, but okay. Well, here's the thing. Um, and I hate to tell women this, but by 47, there are not a lot of men out there looking for a single 47-year-old. Um, yes. My husband actually admitted, like, he, he my husband is a few years older than me. And he admitted that he did not want a woman his age because a lot of the girls that he would look around and see, th- see around him, they were pretty much ran through. Um, mm. And I don't know how that plays over with men where they just, I, I don't, I'm not going to try to go deep into that, but I don't know. I know that men are usually attracted to women that are younger than them. Um, 47 and single that I think that that maybe is a red flag. Um, and then something that happens on that date, because it sounds a little bit demanding of your time. Like if a person is really into you, you're not going to have to demand that they call you when uh, to get to talk to them. You're not going to have to demand consistency. That's going to be one of those things that they actually give you willingly and freely because they're going to free up time to be with you. The problem is too many of us aren't willing to be patient. And if we are patient, then we're, we're patient for the wrong people. Okay. But at the same time, we need to learn. You can have a standard, but also believe what man, what men do, um, and and rather than what you want them to. So if he starts calling less and less, either he he a couple of things, or he could be busy because grown people have jobs and mm-hmm. careers and things to tend to, or during something happened during the course of you all talking, he just decided he doesn't really like you like that. Mm. you should be moving on like leave that man alone stop following him around harassing him understand that silence is an answer to and go Mm -hmm. would you like to laugh real fast i do okay (laughs) because i know this is this is a little serious subject but but shout out to um i'm looking for somebody shout out to miss shalakimia moffitt shout out to her i gotta bring her back on the show what's going on girl Cause I know she's going to see that I'm sitting there looking at the video. I feel like this is going to be, she drags these women all the time on her page. Of course she does now. Cause we just talked to a 47 year old corporate trainer saying inconsistency. Now I just want to say, this is not a good representation of Atlanta. I hope not. I only been down here for about a year. I heard Atlanta's messy. Okay. She said it, not me, but folk, we got to do black folk. We got to do better. I, I hope she was trolling, but I I think she was trolling because she said multi thousandaire. So I think she was trolling, but she y'all got to hear what she said, folks. Just you, Tiffany, you gotta really listen to what she said. You ready? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's go. Body to fall, matching short set <clears throat> in love with me. Matching short set. Hold on, all I heard about was matching pajamas at Christmas. I never heard nothing about matching shorts. So let me get Babe on this phone because you know what? I'm not even about to play with him today. Hello, Babe. Why Why don't we wear matching shorts that's done? People, yeah, people are out here doing that. Why don't we do it though? I feel like you don't love me. <laughs> that's why I follow her because she, she just helps you understand how ridiculous these women are with this stuff. Black women, what is matching sure set? Y'all got I know I know the vernacular of our people evolve mm. every seven hours, but what <laughs> is matching sure 
what does that mean? I'm going to tell you what, I, what I'm going to take this woman off the, the screen because I, I, I can't look at this face no more. What, what is she, she talking about? I will attempt to explain what she's trying to emphasize is that she wants that. It used to be something that, to my understanding, that old school married couples would do. Like they would go out in public and they would dress and they would wear outfits like at least the same color so that you knew they were together. Not aside for from knowing that, you know, if you ask them, they got wedding rings and things like that. You would have couples that would dress up in the same color outfits. Like if he got on a black suit, she wears a black dress on a date. Um, And sometimes I guess it would pour over into like casual clothing. But as far as I know, it was like couples matching in, um, in like a, in, in public settings, just, I, I, they did that for some reason, I guess, you know, I, you, I, I, I guess that's what she's talking about, but I mean, I, I guess, I don't know. That's not like really a requirement. Like I don't, I've never gotten, upset with my husband because we didn't go out and match in, in matching suits. So I, I that's all I can think of. And we lost Kate for the moment. Uh, let's see. But anyway, while Kate is gone, um, we <laughs> y'all can tell you try to tell me what that is because I don't know. Um Hello. There you are. I don't know what. I don't know what I did. I have two. I have two people now, and it's echoing. Hmm. I don't know what I did. Um. Can you just continue talking? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Let me try fix this. But you know what? And that's that's another thing that pours into our relationships that causes black women to come up short in the areas of marriage is we don't set like realistic expect. We don't set realistic standards for our relationships. They're either too off the wall, silly like that, or they are, um, we base our standards in fantasies and it's something that's pulled out of your favorite, uh, reality television show. For instance, there, and I, I don't know why, this this is being promoted on uh tiktok but there was this guy and i wish i had the video up but i don't um and i'm still kind of learning how to work tiktok because i'm not on there like that that said something along the lines of ladies if you have if you're going out on a date with a man mind you this is first date and he's not willing to pay for your nails to get done don't go on that date i saw that and it's it's uh oh his videos get worse from there. Now he's trying to he's one of these loudmouth um I guess dating coaches or whatever they call themselves that are trying to get you know they're trying to drill in women's heads, oh it's it's the man's job to provide. Okay, we all know the standard, but men are to, the standard is provide for a wife, not a girlfriend he just met. There's no reason you should be asking a man to pay for you to go get your nails done before you come on the date you agreed to go to. And it's the first time you you're going out with this person. So then he goes on another video and encourages men to, you know, take forget taking her to dinner and movies. Oh, that's that's whatever. If you really want to uh, go out with this woman, take her on a uh, take her out of the country to on vacation. I'm like, I saw that, too. 
where are we getting all this simping from? Like she why? said it. I mean, that, that that makes no sense. And he got roasted by uh someone stitched his video and roasted him saying, you know, if you pay for you know what, then just say that. Because that's really what you're doing. You're paying you're 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 paying a prostitute. Right. Like th- and that's another problem that's been that uh that's another thing that is wrong with modern relationships is that they've become pimp prostitute relationships. Women have conditioned themselves to to um judge a man not by his credentials like his character or anything like that but to see they're not they're no longer trying to test men to see if they actually are not testing but dating men to see if they um have the credentials that that would make a good husband or a future partner they just want to get in his pockets as fast as they can as soon as they can get as much as they can out of this man and see for how long it lasts it's basically like you said, paying a price, it's, it's, you have more or less dating is more like a, an escort John relationship than it is an actual romantic relationship nowadays. I mean, unless you, unless she wants me to cosplay as a pimp named Slickback, I mean, we, we, we get that done. I, I can find that suit on Amazon easily. <laughs> Black women, y'all gotta do better. Y'all gonna put me back in my old bag, back from like season two and all that. When I see when I see articles like this, it it, it hurts me because I want I, I want to see y'all win, but y'all gotta get out of your own way sometimes. It's mm. okay. It's okay. Humble yourselves. And and then speaking of which, you've seen those quotes like we shouldn't accept black women shouldn't accept less and all that, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, I gotta say something about that. While it's true, you should not accept less. If you don't know what you, if you don't legitimately know what you want, how do you know it's less? Exactly. But oh, this, not ready for that conversation. That goes back to what I said earlier when I said the black. Most of us don't even know how to date. We don't know what dating is for. It's just my these, especially these young these girls nowadays. They just think dating is gaming men for money and trips and material crap, and then I don't know what happens from there. Like there's no actual plan there's no you don't get to know this person you don't sit down and talk to them to understand who they are or what they're about and if they actually make a credit uh, a um if you guys are compatible or not they just it's just all about what they can get out of a person it's really just modern it's prostitution oh lord okay folks i went further down on this article called Listen, black men, these are black women's worst dating pet peeves. Okay. This one says, on the first few dates, yes, I expect you to pay for us to go out somewhere. Our first date isn't going to be me cooking for you at my place and you expecting SEX afterward. At that point, I don't even know you yet. On top of that, requesting a meal at my place means I'll be paying for the meal and cooking it. For what? This isn't a marriage. Okay. Some of y'all don't even do it in a marriage. (laughs) I expect you to pay and for us to go out somewhere. Here's (laughs) what? Oh, goodness gracious, get this. But, is okay, but here it is. What if 
I say, okay, let's go to music. Let's go to the park. Go look at some flowers. And I'm fixing to bring a picnic lunch. I done paid for it already. But because you don't see a receipt, I technically didn't pay for it. I'm trying to understand. Our first date isn't going to be me cooking for you on my plate. Number one, there, I'm, I'm sorry I'm going to say it, but there was something that he saw in you that he allowed you to say that. See, okay, I'm going to lose my black card, my, my, my black male card a little bit on this. But us as black men, we can pick up on certain things on how a female's history is. She may not necessarily tell you up front, but we can gauge things. We can tell who hasn't ever dated in life, and we know who's been ran through. We can pick up that you've had men over in your house on the first date. We can pick this up. Subtle body language is a mf -er. The fact that she went on this thing, and she's a 34-year-old nurse, the fact she went on here and said this lets me know she's done this before. And it didn't go well. Or she knows enough people where this has happened and it didn't go well. So this is her defense mechanism. But we know if the dude has six-pack abs and he was looking good, you would bring this man home <laughs> and make him breakfast. We know this. But, yeah. Another problem here, <clears throat> this is what happens when you're not taught dating etiquette. Okay. Proper dating etiquette says that, you know, whoever initiates the date therefore makes the plans and pays. But at the same time, there's an expectation on the one who is invited not to go and spend up the person who invited them or their date's money. Now, uh, what this kind of language shows is the exact thing that repels men, which is like this over aggressive kind of masculinated <laughs> dominance that persistently leads us to be single. I can understand not wanting to bring a man home on the first date because, you know, that could that could pose a danger to you as an individual. And you do have to think about that as a woman, like, well, uh, what would a date mean to him? But like I said, but like you said, at the same time, you could go out with a picnic basket somewhere in the park and that's a date too. You, you know, the overemphasis of buy me is part of the, re is a huge problem in modern dating culture now with women. And it's, it's this idea that if a man wants me, he's going to have to constantly spend money to per to make these purchases to get close to me. And therefore, you know, that's where that prostitute type of mentality comes in. If you want to be courted, there's a difference between being a court, being courted and taken out on a date. And then, you know, setting the expectation that someone is supposed to buy you as a, like you're basically making yourself a hooker. But like you said, why would a man expect you to open the door to him on the first to your house on the first date that that, that says a lot about maybe the type of men that you're giving your time to and, and entertaining as well. May I, I say don't know. It? Yeah. This is not for colored girls. Please don't don't put that on us. Don't do this. This is mm -hmm. not going to be that scene for colored girls. I think that messed a lot of females up as well. Mm -hmm. wasn't that fun of course it was fun but unfortunately that was only part one in the meantime as you wait for part two to upload 
You can go on your major platforms like Google, Apple, or Spotify, and also iHeartRadio and Stitcher and TuneIn Radio to listen to our archive of great episodes. And don't forget to push either the follow or the subscribe button. Thank you and take care. We'll be right back.